I imagine this is the part where you start talking, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of how to start. Hi, I'm Greg, and you're Toby. Yeah. We're, we're, this is the, the Don's on Saturday podcast preview, Carlisle preview podcast, MKFM. Catchy name so far. Yeah, I haven't really nailed down that name. But this is the second time we've released the podcast ahead of the show. Maybe people out. should tweet us in with abuse and um, a name yeah, for definitely. the show. Definitely, please do. Um, this is the first time, uh, the second time, sorry, that we've done this show as a podcast ahead of it going out with this podcast intro, which is exclusive wow. to the podcast. You should feel privileged for listening to this. But uh, the first one went out to uh, mixed reviews. So I thought we should take a look through those reviews that we have received about cool. this podcast. So we're going to hear from Paul Tisdale. We're going to hear from uh, Bailey Cargill. Well, are they going to give their views on the podcast? No, no. Right, okay. Uh, during the show and all the preview to the match. But first... Let's get some of those reviews that we've had. We've had a few, Toby, which is nice, isn't it? Elliot has said, very enjoyable. Actually, the Tiz interviews are the least interesting bit. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Elliot said. But, uh, Tom has said, yeah, that was very amusing. Cool. These are good okay. reviews. Any, if yeah. you've got an opinion on any Thanks of these Thanks to Elliot and Tom. At any point. Uh, Will has said, absolutely loved it. You and Toby are great together. Very funny. We're not together, by the way. Not, not like that. We're not together. Uh, and a nice one from David as well on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it's the first one, but that was awful. David's got us nailed. Now, it was the first time we've released it ahead of the show going out, but it's not my first radio show, and it's not even our first Don show. We've been doing the Don show for like three years. Yeah. If not more. And I've been on the radio for about 15, so... Well, thanks. I'm sure David's a... a- well qualified in his opinions just come across like neither of you wanted to be doing it ah you see that's the ironic thing it's the games we don't want to be doing (laughs) yeah absolutely it's a cold who wants to go to Newport on a Tuesday night it's a cold Saturday afternoon in Carlisle we don't want yeah that too yeah Uh, thanks for reminding me of that one Greg just come across like neither of you wanted to be there so could we um Try and act like we do want to be here. Oh man, I'm desperate to be here. <laughs> you are paying me for this. Well, though, right? please, David. It was awful though. Thanks, David, for your advice. Um, really appreciate that. Uh, and then also, um, Modders as what looks like a threat <laughs> from Modders. I wish you all the best, Greg. People are fickle though. Ooh. Does he mean him or does he just mean. I don't know, really. Okay. I don't know what that means either. Again, it's my job to do this, so I've got no qualms. Yeah, that's fine. Are you going to wake up with like a horse's head? I mean, it doesn't matter if no one listens to this or everyone. Yeah. So uh, that's great. And don't get me wrong, I'm glad you're carrying on the Moo Camp radio show in your delivery. What's the Moo Camp radio show? Not a clue, mate. So, well, I'm glad to carry it on somehow. I mean, yeah. again, we've been doing this for three well, based years. Well, on, based on previous reviews, it must have similarly been awful. <laughs> and that maybe the Moo Camp radio guys didn't want to be there either. <laughs> yeah, it must have been pretty bad. Well, thank you very much for your reviews. As Toby says, if you've got a review... Uh, you can send it in on Twitter. Tweet, you know Toby's Twitter or my Twitter or tweet at MKFM. And just uh, leave your review, good or bad. Either way, reviews. So, right, we'll hear from Paul Tisdale, uh, Bailey Cargill. Hopefully they'll be less awful because yeah. I feel like they're letting the show down. Well, apparently, it could, be, was it Tom or Elliot who said yeah. that the Tiz interviews Elliot. were the worst part? Yeah, well, it won't be us that's making the show awful. That's because we're so enthusiastic and desperate to be here. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, yes, I, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, you're just happy to see me, Greg. Let's be mm. right about this. And the coffee you bring, anyway. Right. Uh, so, what you'll hear next is from the show. Dons on Saturday with Greg Burnett and Toby Locke. 
MKFM. I've got a confession to make, Toby. Go on, mate. Um, the fact of the matter is, now we record this ahead of time because yep. obviously we can't make it to a game with the show going out between one and three in the afternoon. Uh, Carlisle is very far away. It is, yes. And I'm not coming. No, I've noticed that you're not sat next to me on the train. Yeah, I'm not going to be there. Um, my reasons are it's in Carlisle is the That's main fair. reason. That's I fair. can't be bothered. There's the enthusiasm that this that this show is prided on. <laughs> and, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's just time for me to book a day off. That's fair enough. I'll be there. So I'll be there. Yes. In fact, at this time, I'm probably already there. I hope I'm already there. And I've got another admission to make. I didn't, for the similar reasons, didn't go to Newport midweek. To be fair, you were... I was on air. On yeah. air, yeah. yeah. MKFM Drive. What a mm. wait. Um, so you're going to have to update us on Newport uh, yep. in a second. MK Don's won a game of football. Actual football as well. Um, away at Newport, Toby, you were there. Tell us about it. Well, I think everybody was slightly shocked, not just by the the result and the fact that Dons had won an away game for the first time in what had felt like forever, but by the fact that Paul Tisdale had made five changes to the team, brought in Ousse and Callum Britton, who had not been seen all year, and the changes the goalkeeper in Stuart Moore coming in for Lee Nichols. It was um, it was an interesting squad selection. Let's put it that way. I don't think it went down quite as well. Um, on social media, I think a lot of people were expecting doom and gloom. But I tell you what, it was one of the best Don's performances we've seen in a long, long time. And while Newport hit the bar four times, you get nothing for that. Don scored in the 87th minute through Chucks and EK, who came off the bench and nicked three points. What more do you want from an away day? Yeah, the team lineup was a bit of a spit out your team moment. It was like, what? Yeah, very much right. so. But um, it, it worked. And I mean, you get judged on those genius master strokes really because it's it comes off like it did tis is a genius yeah it all goes wrong and he's a fool well i think to be honest if if it hadn't worked out paul tisdale had nothing to lose you know everybody was um having a go after the swindon game that effectively paul tisdale's first choice team wasn't pulling their weight and wasn't wasn't going to town on on teams so the only alternative is to make all the changes if the other changes don't work then logic says well we might as well go back to the first choice team. What he's going to do today, I think, may involve a few more changes again, purely because the pitch, I think, at Carlisle is very, very good. So it will be significantly better than the awful, awful, awful pitch at Rodney Parade. So it probably won't lend itself to that gritty style of football, that Route 1 sort of stuff that we saw on Tuesday night. But, you know, the core of that team has to stay the same, I think. Um, and they've deserved it. You know, it's it, he's constantly saying about players earning their spot in the first team and not a single person on that pitch on Tuesday night deserves to be dropped or did anything to warrant being dropped. Mm. There's loads of interesting stuff to talk about with the team selection because of that. Uh, and Tiz mentions some stuff as well in the interview we've got with him, which we'll play you very soon. A victory against Newport away in midweek after we've been on a frankly terrible run. It could have been a turning point in the season for MK Dons. It could be, but you have to view every game like it could be. And that's that's the whole... That's that's the core of preparing for the next game. You're always thinking about this could be the the game. This could be the game that um, gets creates more momentum, takes it to another level. Could be the game that it goes wrong. So, which in 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 itself is really why every game is the next game is the most important game because uh, you can look back on you know hindsight and, and make those statements but as a, as a manager as a player you look at every game it's the most important one and it's the next game um, so we will be this Saturday we uh, it's it doesn't matter like he says it doesn't matter that we beat Newport 
if we lose against Carlisle. It's like, what was that game we won halfway through this sticky run? Uh, they beat Oldham. Oldham. And yeah. then everyone was like, oh, right, okay, we yeah, were now out. We're back, we're out we're back on we're back. back on track, yeah. And then it, the sticky run continued. So again, this could just be a blip if... Yeah, it does need to be backed up, doesn't it? Um, yeah. And he's he's spot on. But what what they do really need is that massive boost to to have finally picked up a win and the fact that it was away from home as we mentioned earlier with all of those changes it it suddenly becomes a weight lifted and if they can go to Carlisle on Saturday and pick up a point pick up three points then you know everything suddenly looks right with the world again yeah exactly wholesale changes in the MK Don's sides as they played Newport County in midweek and it worked they one one nil, which we haven't done in a long time. Uh, Paul Tisdale made the point that none of his players are safe in their position. Yeah, and I, I I would say that that's a message for everybody: coaches, physios, players, everybody. We all have to. There's a lot to gain by doing well mm. in professional sport. We did well on Tuesday; it's a game, but there's another game and another game, and every day is an opportunity. Every 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 time you enter the the, the field of play. You're being judged every time you play a reserve game. You're being judged, and uh, we're at that point of the season now where we haven't got a lot of time. You know, it's it's the one thing we're probably short of is time. You know, games are running out. Uh, we're into the final third of the season, and uh, we've got plenty of competition for places. One thing we don't have is a shortage of players. We've got a squad that's big enough this year, um, and there's lots of competition for places. So we. So Tuesday was a good thing. It was a good thing because it reminded everybody you can be out of the 18 and get picked for the next game. You know, it's um, for Callum Britton, for example, mm. you know, straight in and played. Who's so straight in and played? So, you know, competition for places, it's not a bad, that's a high quality problem for a manager. Um, and I'll be viewing Saturday, you know, the game at Carlisle with, with its own set of circumstances and picking a team that I think merits know selection and trying to win the game it's funny because it does fuel those uh fans that are like why isn't kind of britain being picked why isn't you say being picked well no they have been and then they have been and then they've won so yeah <laughs> well it, it does it does vindicate and all of the you know the armchair social media managers they're all thinking oh i could do this piece of cake um there obviously is a lot more to it than that but you know sometimes teams work sometimes teams don't work you know we've seen teams the same team that would go away from home and smash Crawley 4-0 then lose 1-0 at home it's just horses for courses sometimes isn't it with football yeah um and their goalkeeper choice really interesting as well because it's not often keepers are substituted just for tactical reasons so we'll hear uh, Porters they'll talk about that in a second in their most recent game on Tuesday night against Newport they uh, made loads of substitutions and one of them was the keeper not substitution sorry the they changed the starting eleven. Uh, the keeper, you know about football, though, right, Greg? Yeah. The keeper doesn't normally get changed. Normally, the keeper's like the one secure position for the whole thing, unless you're injured. Um, it was really interesting that uh, Tiz chose instead of playing Nichols to play uh, Stuart Moore as a forward player, for example. You can expect to be used off the bench. Yep. That happens regularly. And the other end of the, uh, the spectrum is the goalkeeper. Rarely will get used. Stuart did fabulously. So let's talk about that. It's, yep. he, 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 he's been he's been ready. He's trained appropriately and uh, isn't for one minute showing any disappointment that he hasn't been selected. Um, well done to his coach, Mel Gwinnett, who's put him into, helped him put himself into a position where he could be selected. And when you get your opportunity, you have to take it for whatever reason. And it was, a, it was a tactical change, it was a selection, it wasn't an injury, but he was ready, he took it and uh, 
he played really well. Well done him. And it's his job to try to repeat that next time he gets a chance. Here's my question for you, Toby. Can you drop some a keeper who's got a clean sheet? The one game he's played. Well, I don't think you can really drop any of the players who played on Tuesday night. Um, the only thing that I can think may happen will be that he changes, maybe tinkers with the midfield and brings in players who who got a game as well. But you can't. I mean, how do you tell Stuart Moore that he's kept the first clean sheet that MK Dons have kept since New Year's Day and you're out of the team? You can't do it. You so, can't do it. So we're, we're pretty certain, putting our necks on the line here, that Stuart Moore will start against... I'd imagine Tyler. so. I'd imagine Stuart Moore's now got a month to prove himself as, as, as capable of being the guy to lead that MK Don's defence. Um, and that's not saying anything negative against Lee Nichols. He made a few mistakes in recent games, and that's what's warrant, warranted Paul Tisdale to drop him. And that shows that he's not scared, to, uh, not scared, um, afraid to, to make that decision, and that no, nobody's safe in the team. Just because you're the number one goalkeeper doesn't mean that you're more sacred than any other player on the pitch. You know, if a player in midfield has a bad game, they get dropped and nobody bats an eyelid. The goalkeeper makes a mistake. You expect him to play next week anyway. Mm. It's, like you say, it's so rare that teams change goalkeepers for tactical reasons. But he's been brave enough to do it. Rare and exciting for football football fans. Like a keeper going up for a corner. It's a lot of excitement. Keeper, a very boring job. You just stood there a lot of the time. But also the most exciting things involved. I think, I think the best part, though, is that they're sort of in that halfway house, aren't they, between the penalty area and the centre circle, and they're looking over to the manager and they're sort of running yeah. like, like, like a child on a leash. Yeah. They want to they run, they want to run, they want to run, and then as soon as, the, as soon as mummy lets go of the leash, it's like, boom, away yeah. they go straight And then the they don't area. get a touch on the ball in the corner whatsoever. And it's yeah, like, nowhere near it or foul the defender, yeah. Uh, you'll be going to Carlisle without me, Toby, this afternoon. Um, but there is going to be 8,000 fans there. Hopefully, yes. Which is exciting. They've been doing this big push to get mm. 8,000 fans at Carlisle. So. Yeah, I imagine, though, even if there aren't 8,000 people actually there, I imagine the attendance will be 8,100 and something. Well, they've confirmed on Twitter, haven't they, that they've sold 8,000. I'm sure they can confirm what they like. <laughs> uh, there'll just be a load of cardboard cutouts. Do you think they'll have clappers? Oh, God, I hope not. They might have clappers. Sorry, I should be more enthusiastic, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, no, I hope they do have clappers because yeah. they're brilliant. Remember, we have to be enthusiastic. Yes, I know. Um, the We will hear more from Paul Tisdale and from Bailey Cargill as well, especially about that 8,000 attendance uh, very soon on the show. Uh, we talked to Paul Tisdale earlier in the week and Toby asked a very good question. They've obviously been putting together a mm. promotion to get 8,000 fans for, for this home game. Do you, okay. do you prefer to okay. play in front of big... Bigger crowds than yeah, than, than the smaller ones. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's creates a better atmosphere. There's, uh, I didn't know they were doing that, but good for them. And I, mean, I think it won't affect really how we prepare for the game. But um, any any atmosphere that is created there is any any pitch. Of course, we played there in the playoffs with Exeter a few years ago in the playoffs semi final, which was a very good atmosphere and the first leg of those playoffs. So. Um, it's a big ground. It's a big old, old-fashioned ground. It's a really good place to play football. Really good football pitch, and uh, you know, I've not had always the best of times there. But I've had some good times. I've not always had the best of times there, but I really enjoy playing there. Do you think he was completely surprised? No. no, I have a funny feeling he knew what he was talking about. If you haven't seen this, Carlisle have been putting on Twitter uh, clips from films, and they've cut in their own players, but they've done it really badly, and I don't think they've done it badly on purpose. No, from what I've heard, they've paid an advertising agency to help them out with it. Wow, and it's still... I'd be asking for a refund for some of them. Yeah, but I mean, they've got 8K there. Well, apparently they've got 8K tickets. Yeah, yeah. So it's worked. Um, Yeah, good for them. 
but it should be a buzzing atmosphere. And there is nothing better in football, Toby, other than maybe sad Santas and Boxing Day. There is nothing better than silencing a massive opposition yeah crowd. it is it is that that nice feeling isn't it? even for us as as journalists up in the press box to be walking through a crowd of people at the end to go and talk to the manager having firmly put them back in their place what i hope for is that uh carlisle are singing in full voice in the first five minutes we score and it just silences them that'd be great carlisle have been really trying to get eight thousand fans to the game today away at carlisle for mk dons and they've hired an advertising agency to do so apparently uh and we've heard Tiz's opinion on an 8,000 strong crowd. We talked to Bailey Cargill as well and got his opinion. No, it'd be nice. It's uh, always nice to go away and play at a, a full stadium, I suppose. Um, yeah, why not? Why not? Let's go there and, uh, and, and play well, take three points and send them 8,000 home unhappy. <laughs> That's what you want from a central defender, isn't it? Absolutely it is. Yes, absolutely it is. Send them all home packing. None of this, oh yeah, it'd be good, whoever wins, I hope everyone's happy, or anything. Yeah, none of that. Yes, we want to send. Yes, we want to upset 8,000 people yeah. in Carlisle. Absolutely uh, we do. Absolutely we do. And the, the Dons fans that travel up, which they have to have a round of applause, the Dons fans, we won't do it, or sound pathetic because there's only two of us. Um, they deserve a round of applause though because it's a long old way to Carlisle. Yeah, very much so. They really don't want to be sending them home unhappy. No, absolutely not. Um, I've been to Brunton Park several times and... Um, I've even done it on the Tuesday nights and it has been not a happy hunting ground for MK Dons down the years. But, you know, all these things do come to an end, don't they? Mm, yeah. So best of luck to MK Dons. Hopefully we uh, upset a lot of Carlisle fans and hopefully a great gif from MK Dons on Twitter. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think like, a, are you not entertained? Because they did a whole thing about Gladiator and stuff. I mean, if the, if, if the club don't do it, then then maybe I will. It's only got legs, hasn't it? Whatever the joke is. I know we've mentioned it before, but the position we're in has so changed from Saturday after the game. So the last time we did this, I had someone message and say, is there no preview uh, show for the midweek game? They were looking for a podcast of it. The podcast of this can be found on mkfm.com if you're listening live at the moment. This is just a big advert. Yeah, this bit is, yeah. Cool. Um, and they said, is there no, uh, there no podcast for Tuesday night game? And it's like, no, because this game is just on a Saturday. But we've gone from, before Saturday, being knocked out the playoffs, mm-hmm. to then winning on Tuesday. And now, the next time we're doing this podcast, this show, we're fourth. We're one place outside the automatic promotion places. It's balmy. It's ridiculous how close the league is still. Even at this stage, and we've got what fifteen games or so to go. It's crazy. It is really crazy. And even the um, the distance from us to uh, top of the league, which is Lincoln. If you could sort of feel while I look up this league, Toby, we probably should have planned this way in advance, shouldn't we? No. Uh, the difference uh, between us in the table isn't that many points. It is just uh, eight points. And you think between if- us and top of the table, and. Look at Liverpool's Man City in the Premier League. When Man City uh, lost that match, and they they were nine points off, weren't they? Off the lead at something one point. Something like that, only yeah. a, Only a month ago or something yeah. like that. And then Liverpool slipped up a bit, and Man City did. And now Man City are top. It's, it, Football's a funny game. We're, and we're all the way down. We were like so out of it last yeah. week. And um, replicate that, and we could be top. But the same, the same thing happened in September, didn't it, when we lost at Lincoln? Replicate Man City. Yeah. <laughs> if, they, if, if, if MK Dons can replicate Manchester City, then yes, they'll win the Champions League. But um, it, it, the same thing happened in September, didn't it, when Dons lost to Lincoln, and they were down in 13th. And everyone's thinking, was this really the right decision? Are we really doing the right things here? And then all of a sudden, they go on that run in October, and... Boom, up to second place. And then they were top in November. Yeah, exactly. Uh, December, sorry. So 
it's you never ruled out in League Two, and I think three games you can change your whole change your whole future. Let's have a cliche. Still all to play for. Very much so. Thank yeah. Thank you very much. Dons on Saturday with Greg Burnett and Toby Locke. MKFM. Now, what I quite like about the podcast, this is now the podcast outro. This isn't going out on air. What I quite like about the messages we have had are uh, the fact that people have said how much they enjoyed the end, which means for me, that's great because that means they've got all the way through to the end. Yeah. They haven't just listened to the first five minutes. Alternatively, what it means is thank God it's over. Kind of, but I think they just enjoyed the end. So this is a little special treat for those of you who have made it to the end. Congratulations. Um, We we can't confirm this, but rumour... It's like semi-confirmed. Can we confirm it? Who knows? It's a podcast. There's no rules out here. It's the wild west. It is the wild west of recording. Um, But we should have a player on the show next week. Ooh. Now, this is my question. Mm -hmm. Do we get the player to join in on the podcast intro and outro? Um, And just be like, this bit is a bit more... You can say what you like here. I think so. I I think... I'll be like, oh, I hate Berry or something. Mm. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, just just open up a little bit and just be like... Do you, know, do you know what I really hate? Mel Gwynnett. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Just something really out there. And you'd be like, oof, yeah. oof. Yeah. But it's a podcast, so Mel Gwynnett can't complain. Well, yeah. Oh, he can. Mm. I've never met Mel Gwynnett, can I just point out? Yeah. Like, I have nothing against him. He's quite him. a scary looking but dude. Yeah, I've just, I'm really worried. Because that's, he's just the first thing that came to my head. I've got nothing against Mel Gwynnett. Mel Gwynnett, I love you. I mean, I they'll be playing him. this on the bus, the team bus, to the <laughs> ground, I imagine. So Mel, if you're listening, that was Greg. You said um, that, not me. I actually quite like you. I've already made very good friends with Paul Tisdale, so... I think he's your favourite. No, other way around. No, you're, that's right, yeah. You're his favourite. Yeah, so I should be all right. And I didn't mean to offend Mel Good. I haven't. I just wanted to say something that a pl- it would be shocking if a player said. Is why I, I mean, I if only it. there was a way of re-recording this, Greg, so that you didn't mm. just put your foot in it with Mel Gwynnett. Yeah, but that would be no fun. No, it wouldn't. Um, so thanks for listening we'll be back next week uh, yeah. c- come on you Dons yeah and uh, I suppose for, for highlights of this game uh, you might want to look them up on YouTube and to finish with a vintage just football clip here's Charlie Austin complaining about a ref explain can you explain yeah, why the goal was disallowed they said it's offside hit my I didn't I hit it twice hit me bobbed up that's why I done Foster it's a joke we've gone about VAR this VAR that help the officials out clearly they need help clearly we play in the Premier League the best league in the world the most watched league in the world Give them all the help they need, because clearly it costs us two points a day. It's a joke.